of you already know me, and uh, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Kelly and <laughs> Pastor Nick, for uh, the great introduction uh, and uh, uh, and a surprise introduction to one of my son as well. And so please, please allow me to uh, make myself feel at home, and because back home. Uh, if I am invited to be somewhere, I have to introduce my family as well. So I, I would like to uh, take this opportunity to uh, introduce my wife. She's the one who make me to be here today. Her name is Stella. And Samuel, uh, as we already had. And the other one is Eno. He went downstairs to the uh, kids program. So thank you so much. I am thankful to be here tonight. And I'll tell you the truth. I have so many reasons to be thankful. And I have no doubt that you do likewise. Although you did not have enough chance to do that opportunity. But I believe with no doubt that each single one of us right here has so many uh, reason to be grateful or thankful. Uh, number two, normally, when I say normally not uh, where I am right now, when I have to preach, it takes me about 50 to 55 minutes. From my culture, from where I'm from, 55 minutes. Because if I don't do that, my parishioner will complain. They say, Pastor, what did you do today? That where I serve, I normally I don't take that long. So that's the good news. <laughs> normally it takes me about 10 to 15 minutes. But I, don't, I know nothing about tonight, so, but I think I can compromise, so uh, not that 55 minutes, not uh, 15 minutes, and maybe uh, 20 to 25 minutes, if that's okay. Because it's a night of being grateful. Yeah? And our gospel tonight will be from Luke. The gospel according to Saint Luke chapter 17. I will read from verse 11 to 19. So Luke 17. Yep, and we got the gospel. I can see. So if you can, please, if you are able, I would invite the congregation to stand. If you are able, please. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourself to the priest. 
And as they were, as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. The gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. We are here tonight to give thanks. As we heard in today's or tonight's gospel, Jesus was wondering, where are the nine? Except for this only one. And according to Luke, he identified this guy as a foreigner. Samaritan. He was the only one who decided to go back and say thanks to Jesus. So my title tonight will be Count Your Blessings. Count Your Blessings. In 1995, I had opportunity to go to, I'm going to translate to make sure we are all on the same page. So I was, I had opportunity to go to a community college back in Tanzania. Although it's not called, it's community college. But I had opportunity to go to that college in 1995. Unfortunately, I was kicked, I got kicked out of college. Not because I was a bad guy or bad student. Not because I was well behaved. My parents were unable to pay for tuition for college. I found myself depressed. No hope for my future. That's what I thought. It troubled me very, very bad. I was down, spent so much time in my bedroom, not wanting to, to, to talk even with my parents. And I could tell, I could feel that my health was declining day by day with no hope, filled and surrounded a dark moment, not knowing what to do. My father knowing that he was not able to, to, to pay for that, here and there took some moments to encourage me, 
my father is a retired minister. So he can call me to the office and start talking to me, inspiring me. But nothing, a peace, I was so down. I, I, I don't know, but to make a long story short, I found myself in the U.S. land, here in the U.S. If you ask me, I don't know how. I had opportunity to go to seminaries in Philadelphia. For those who are familiar with Philadelphia, I was in Philadelphia and I was a student there. Graduated from Lutheran Theological Seminary, then I had opportunity to go for my graduate school in Hartfield, Pennsylvania, getting a graduate in counseling degree. If you ask me how, I don't know how. But I'm here tonight to share with you that I have seen the Lord in my life. How? I don't know. I've been counting my blessing. That's why I encourage you saying that each single one of us, right here, right now, has so many reasons to share. We can tell our story. God blessed me now with two children and my wife. As Pastor Kelly said, we live in this, the, the land of opportunity. Today, peacefully, not knowing what's going on around the world, but we are so blessed to be in this land. And as of this morning, of course, I did something, but I got an email that I was approved as of next month to be in a course, which will take me, I don't know how long, but once I finish this course, I'll be certified in a grief counselor. How? I don't know. But I look myself in tonight's gospel, and I can relate, I can connect with this Samaritan. He decided to make a U-turn and go back to Jesus. The gospel tonight says he fell down on his face saying, thank you Jesus for what you have done for me. We may know or we may not know, but back in those days when you have leprosy, you will be isolated from the community. So what Jesus was telling the ten here, okay, now you need to go to the priest and show yourself before going back to the community. Before you go back to the community, you have to go to the temple. You have to meet with the priest and you have to get that certificate of clearance that you are well. Now you can go back to the community. But this is, this is not what happened here. The guy was healed, and the guy was told 
to go to the priest on his way, he discovered that he was healed. He said, I'm going to make a U-turn now. I'm going back to say thank you to the one who healed me. How many times you and I take a break out of our busy schedule. You know, been there, done that. I understand. When I came to the U.S., my first job was to work in the kitchen. And I'll tell you, I am super, super grateful. Coming from Tanzania, 2004, the only thing I knew how to make for myself was her, her tea. Only tea. Stella is a witness. You can talk to her. I want to make a local food. I had to take a phone call and call Stella. Please give me the ingredient. How can I make this rice pilaf? Okay, tell me. Then when we done eating my food, no taste in there. Why? I miss the right ingredient. Cooking from a distance. That's what I did. But now, looking back, I'm so grateful that my first job was to work in the kitchen. Because that's where I learned how to fix myself a meal. Back in March, Stella was sick, for those who are aware. She, was she couldn't do anything. She was in a bed for about a month. Thank God for the great community here in Vassal. People were checking on me. People were bringing food for me. And some days I had to go in the kitchen. Making some delicious meals. And my children are my witnesses. Daddy, how did you make this? I told them my first job here in the U.S. was in the kitchen. I am grateful for that. I don't regret for my past. So I'd like to encourage each one of us to remember to take a moment. And we can do that. And it will not take that much long of our time. Just a simple break. A simple stop. That little stop will help us to discover. That simple moment will help us to count down our blessings. That simple moment will help us and encourage us to name those blessings one by one. And we'll be able to see what the Lord has done for us. There are so many. I heard somebody say, he's grateful for the football. I am with you. Yes. Our old schools here in Vassal is doing well now in the football. How many of us are sitting down and say, God, thank you so much for those boys, for those kids, for those 
they dedicate their time. It's so risky sometimes. But they are there for us, for their village. We are proud of them. How many times you and I discover or realize that it's a blessing to bring this community together. Great service in our community. Great people in our community. How often we sit down and spend or take a break out in our long hours and say thank you for the gift of the first responders. For the veterans. The Samaritan invites us or encourages us. Yes, it is possible. We can make a U-turn. We can take an exit and go back to our gracious and loving God. Grateful heart. Thankfulness. Build strong relationships in our lives. And not only in our lives, Gratitude, gratitude, thankfulness. Build a relationship with our God. As Psalm 50, 23 reminds us. And we see tonight the Samaritan who historically were not getting along with the Jewish. But we see this young man here went back and said thank you to Jesus. And Jesus spent so much time talking to him. How many times you and I count our blessings in our lives. May the Holy Spirit continue to speak to us, to remind us and to show us that yes, as the children of God, we do have opportunity to draw ourselves before our loving God and say thank you for my good health. Thank you for creating me who I am. Thank you for providing me with a gift I possess. Show me the way. How may I, how can I utilize my gift to glorify you, God, and to bring benefits to others. A Samaritan leper in tonight's gospel reminds us each single one of us how can we count God's blessings in the midst of suffering, in the midst of challenges around us? How do we see those? This guy was able to discover it. What did he do? He went back to God. As I shared with you, I went through a lot. I didn't know how my future will turn out. But if you ask me today, my or my best answer will be I don't know. 
but I count that as a blessing to me of who I am, where I am. I did not do anything God good to please God, but out of God's grace and mercy. Grace and mercy may be our prayer. As the ten pledged, as the ten requested before God, have mercy on us. Gratitude always make the impossible possible. And it, it is interesting, I was doing my research, it, it is in the Google, I, I was doing its research, uh, research that even the scientific researchers or researchers prove that gratitude, gratitude is a, is, is a powerful tool for us. Gratitude trains our brains. It helps us to shift our thinking. Gratitude. It moves our thinking from negative view to the positive view. And on top of that, it creates or it builds or it improves our lives. Those are Continue to speak and remind us as we celebrate our holidays in three or two days ahead of us that thanks, thanksgiving, thanksgiving is a lifestyle. Yes, we will be celebrating a day, we will be focusing on our families, but let ask and let pray that the Holy Spirit teach us and show us and train our minds that our thanksgiving be a lifestyle. Amen. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, we come before you with a grateful heart. Thank you for the message. Help us to be a thankful people. Sometimes it's so difficult. Sometimes it's so challenging. Sometimes we become forgetful. But with your guidance, with your guidance, we trust that everything will be possible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.